Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Yeah, but it, I keep We're late. I know. We only have 24 minutes here, but we have forever. We could go, we could go forever. forever on live, and how long will you keep listening and watching? Uh, that's the story. Story. Oh, there's one. I know. Yeah. Allie, Allie Bailey. Hi, Allie. Hi. I know. Hi, Allie. Well, we're fortunate enough for Allie to be watching. I'm glad his eyes are good enough. He can read, read the little fence. I can read it. I can read all the way from over there. I assumed it was Allie Bailey. I'll say my age, but I won't say yours. So, you're watching Ultra Life, which I mentioned before, the show about business and life. Uh, we have special guest here, Dr. Robert Pope. He's been on here before. This is the second time he's been on the show. Yeah. He is the second guest we've had. I guess we've had two times. Everyone else won't come back. Uh, besides Rachel and Kat, special So, we're going to be talking about how to unblock yourself so you can make more money. Um, would you like to make more money? I would like to. And uh, I thought that would be something that would be something that would people would be interested in on how to unblock yourself to make more money. Um, hmm. What about you, Robert? What, what, hmm. Let's talk about what you work with your clients, but for you specifically, you've made less money before, and now you've worked out how do you, how do you, you want to know the, the flip for me? Yeah. Let me set it up. How do you unblock yourself? <laughs> well, first of all, I had to identify what the block was, which was, was, was not what I thought it was going to be. I was pretty into the, so I was doing a lot of this work for a long time. And so I've been doing it most of this. It's like, well, what is my beliefs about money? Money is scarce. Money is hard. You have to work hard for money. Uh, money doesn't grow on trees. You know all that stuff that our parents told us when we were little kids. And most of you know that. It's pretty I, I heard, common. I heard a lot of it in Arabic. Did you? So I'm really screwed up. See, I don't even know what the Arabic beliefs about money are. Um, but well, it has to do with, what are you, crazy? <laughs> a dollar? What are you? It didn't matter what the price was. If it was too much, it was too much. It was say, what are you, crazy? So there's a lot of concern about money that was crazy making. Oh, constant. I get that. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it could be very ridiculous. Or we saw people who had money and they already looked like they were successful and then we compared ourselves and, oh, I'm not that, so I can't have that kind of money. Comparison is one of the most damaging money generators that I know of because your unique skills and what you have to offer is you. But if you compare it to other people and things, most of us are pretty where you will always find yourself lacking because you know your flaws, you know your out of integrity behavior, you know all of those things about you that you hide from other people. But when it comes to your value, you measure yourself against your known self, which is always, or you try to promote over top of that and make yourself bigger than you think you are. All of it's inauthentic and it just has a tendency to backfire eventually. So sometimes the key is to just get really straight with yourself 
Well, what, tell us about you. So now what I was looking at is I, what was I'm with you. I don't know. We don't have that much time. Well, just about to go all, all the money. The, the, the increase of money. Okay. So I've been, I practiced in Taipei. So I had this title as a doctor. And so I made a certain amount of money with that. And then I was starting to move over to coaching and really transformational healing, which doesn't have a real clear market value. It was something that I could invent and I could make up. Um, and it was really about how much service I could give. So I was willing to give and give and give and give. But when it came to receiving, I got that the biggest block for me was I wasn't willing to receive unless I'd given a lot first. There was a time when back in 2008, 2009, when that whole financial thing crashed. Oh, and we lost the house, we lost the cars. It's just like everything went away. And all of a sudden we found ourselves 40, 50, I can't even know, $80,000 in debt, no way to repay that. Uh, renting the lower half of the duplex, I remember the basement. I remember. Oh my gosh. I, I helped them. And my whole self-esteem is just like, oh. We kind of moved out of that and we, we found another place. And we were churning along, and I started to work in another doctor's office. And it, I was in there about three months, mm-hmm. and it went out of business. Come home. Oh, hire this guy. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I was, I was an employee, right? And they just hired me. Three months later, the whole business had faltered and down. Mm-hmm. And then we moved. The docs took off. The three docs that were working there had a broke away from the owners who were running the business, and just opened another clinic. Um, in another location, and we did that for you know about a year, and I was that there, and I was building enough money, and then there was this opportunity to kind of move out of that and just start doing my own thing. I did that for a while, but it still wasn't enough money, so I actually got to the place where I had to rely on the system from, uh, well, we actually it was church assistance from mm-hmm. asking somebody else to assess. Now I was never going to do that, but my wife, she was willing, she was willing to ask for help. So I experienced this period of time for about four or five months where I was receiving assistance from other people, which I was not offering anything in return. Mm-hmm. And I had to surrender oh, yeah. to allow myself to be willing to receive without giving anything in return. And, and that, that was the thing that flipped it. Being able to receive for no reason, not because mm-hmm. I deserved it, not because I had earned it, just receive it because other people were willing to contribute to me. That completely altered my experience. So now something changed dramatically then, and I attracted to my life a coach who was really comfortable with asking high fees. And I knew I had a lot more skill sets and I had more experience than, than this. Did. But in that particular area of my life, I wasn't skilled. But he was very good at that. So he helped me break through some of the barriers and, and generate a conversation that allowed me to just offer my services at a much higher rate. Not just at like a five or 10%. It was like, you know, a thousand percent, like 10 times what I'd asked before. And oh my gosh, I'll tell you the first time I did that. I and you just asked for it? Yeah. He says, well, what do you charge? Or what, you know, what are you coaching with me? 
do you charge? And I says, well, it's 50000 And I'd never said that before, ever. Well, what got you to say that? Just the, the belief that I, that I could. Mm-hmm. I had to have the belief, first of all, that what I was offering was worth that. Second, I had to have the belief that people found what I had about that value. They could make that kind of difference. And I remember there's one client I'm, I've been working with at that rate, and sometimes I can't I can't see how I'm that worth that much to him because it's what I'm sharing with him and what I'm giving it seems so natural, so easy for me, and he's just taking it all in. But he tells me he looks back on it. He was turning. He said I was talking to my wife, and she said to me, "I'm so glad you did the coaching because it has made such a huge difference in in you and in the business." But I don't see that from where I'm at. That's something they see from where they are. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, experienced, I've experienced that. Like, so I had people to... People show up different. Fully, right? They just, they do. And all of a sudden, they're taking on more clients and more customers. And they're, they're growing their business. And they're handling things in better ways. And their business is growing. But I'm not watching their business grow. I'm just having a weekly call with the CEO. And it's great. I love this. I love this, man. And I love the opportunity to have this conversation. Because he's... He just absorbs and he gets this conversation really, really well. But he was so well-trained and transformed before I started with him. I'm going, what am I offering that's unique? Then I'd ask him, and he would just tell me, sometimes it's just how you listen. It's just what you say, the few things that just wake me up and turn me different direction. Give me some things. But again, I didn't know. But I was willing to trust that they found that value in me. Even when I'm in my own, well, I'm not worth that much. Or I'm in my concern, like, oh, I'm not giving you value this level. And all of that, if I, am I worth it? Say that again. I don't know. How did I say it? Well, you said, <laughs> you said it didn't matter what you were thinking. What I thought what about. they saw was value. Yeah. Say what, again. what I thought my value was was irrelevant compared to what they saw my value. Mm-hmm. And I had to be willing to keep checking in with them and asking what how they value they saw. I have not arguing. So if they saw me like really valuable and great worth to just say, thank you. Instead of going, Oh no, I, you know, I'm that thing where well, that's huge. I, I could just you didn't even have to value yourself. No, you just trusted in whatever people value. And, and you I, are valued. I've been doing this work a long time. And I know I make a difference with people, but it's not, from a coaching perspective, it's not always clear the kind of difference it makes. You see in the session, of maybe a light will come on or some awareness or they'll shift something. But when they go home and how they talk and how they interact with other people, the kind of questions, the kind of services they give, I don't, I'm not always present to that. And then those people that they've touched want to know why they've changed and they do that. And then they talk about me and then they refer other people and it just starts to build business. That way, for me to have the shift in the way I occurred to me, have it really altered, was in my willing to receive abundantly for no reason, not because I deserved it, not because I'm worthy of it, not because what I have is great, simply because that's what they were willing to offer. Um, that was huge. I had to be willing to be contributed to. I, I function as someone who loves to contribute to other people. I know you like to do that. 
like to be of service, make I, a difference I for love, people. I love it. You, it occurs as weird and simple. Yeah. But, but you've had that transformation in your life. And so now who you are as, as someone who contributes, how are you around people contributing to you when you didn't deserve it? You didn't ask for it. You didn't think you'd even need it. Well, you know, that's one huge thing that you actually taught me uh, to give without expecting anything back. That was huge. A huge shift in my personality. Hey, if I'm going to scratch my back, right? It yeah. totally shifted. And so what happens is that when someone does something, 99% of the time it comes in a surprise. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's like I was talking to my friend, and like I bought him a drink, a glass of wine, and uh, he's always taking care of me. And then all of a sudden, he buys four or five. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you can't, like, stop him. And he said, he knows Roger Anthony, too, off the road. He passed away, right? Yeah, I saw that. He was saying, yeah, Roger Anthony always said, whatever you give, comes back to Yeah, and it he, does. But you, you can't predict when. No, no, no. And that's, that's the that's issue. It, that's thinking, uh, well, you have to get rid of the expectation mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, entitlement. I did this oh, for him. Remember, That's I used to talk like that all the time. One. I did this for her. Yeah, I did this did. for him. I left you so unhappy. What's wrong with these people? Oh, left you so miserable. Now I just do things, and sometimes they'll do something else. Uh-huh. Sometimes something else shows up. Yeah. I don't even. The thing is, I'm not looking for it. And sometimes I'll get down on myself, but most of the time, I'm like, oh, look at this. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's there's that scenario with farmers about sowing and reaping. So. When you plant a crop, you can reap from where you sow your seed. But it doesn't always work that way in reality because often we reap where we haven't sown. And sometimes where we sow our seeds and we give our gifts, we don't get anything there at that time. And if we're free of the expectation and we're open to receive from from other sources for no reason, so to speak, then it it alters the abundance receiving energetics. Uh, I'm pretty clear that the function of being willing to contribute freely, contribute it to freely, to trust other people to assign value and to... But you are also... And to ask for whatever, whatever, you, whatever you want. For it, I know. I know. And I was willing to consider for the first time, and I, it, was, it was a leap. I mean, I've done 20,000, I mean, ends in 20,000. A 50,000 a year for me was, so my next jump would be 100,000. Right? Or 50 more. But it's still nothing, right? But that's just, again, a, a function of, of confidence and listening. Uh, know know you're, who you're talking to. Uh, it's got to make sense in their world as well as in my world. Um, but all of that's just in, in asking for, ser- you know, fees for services. But in, in your life, to just attract money into your life. What if you're just someone, you've got a job, right? Well, sometimes getting more money in your job is asking for a raise. Most of us are weird about asking for a raise. We go in and we try to justify it to our bosses. Mm-hmm. 
well, I've worked here this long and I've worked this hard and my family needs the money. You know, we, we, we do the need thing. I'm so needy. It makes such a difference. Please give me more money. I don't know any employer that's really <laughs> turned on about that. But when our conversation shifts about how, what kind of difference I can make for the company, what I can contribute for the company, it, those kind of conversations impact their overall bottom line that the company can earn so they can justify paying me. So that's one of the ways. So being of service in your company, going over and above what you are expected to do so that you're actually occurring as contribution rather than some something mm-hmm. And then be willing to ask straight out. Just ask. I mean, it's funny how the universe is this way. You've heard this statement itself, ask and you shall receive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say when you're going to receive it, but mm-hmm. you will receive it. No, no, not even, not, not even, you don't have to keep asking. Sometimes it's just making the powerful request and then letting the request be that strong and powerful and it will come to you. Other times, if the, if the answer has been no, that's a, you know, from a, from a boss or someone in there, a no is a no. And then there's an opportunity to ask again in another setting, another time. Mm-hmm. So when I work with clients, I'm, I'm always listening to who's asking, which part of their consciousness, part of the personality who's asking. Is the victim asking? Is the uh, exaggerator asking? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm, You're I'm, I'm kidding. talking about the one who, who blows up their value over or above what it really is. Mm-hmm. You know, they know it's hyperbole. They know they're exaggerating. That's not useful. Is it, is it somebody who's just really clear and competent and confident in what they're having to offer and can state of value and what they want for that by it in the, in the listening of the one who's going to be paying them? But it's powerful and it's straight. So when, when I listen to my clients, where they're coming from, I'm, I'm going to pay attention. We have a special guest today. But that's a fly. fly. Otherwise, it's a spasm. I just, that's a special just surprise guest. So if you guys can't see it. Yeah, it flies out of the room. Um, Anyway, that's what. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Be still being clear and be powerful, coming from your strength, not from your weakness. Ask for what you want from a place of strength and contribution versus asking for what you want from a place of neediness and victim. Is it, you know, one's attractive and the other one's And you can sometimes get people to feel sorry for you and then they'll give you a little bit of money, but it won't be sustainable. It just made me think about something. Uh, so I've been doing some work on myself the world of relationships. Uh, really, I'm just, you know, I'm getting a responsible for everything, for Robert being here, or this couch, or my stomachache, mm-hmm. or Jill uh, giving me crap with the lighting. But Jill's here as well. Um, and thank you. I want to improve the show. So someone showed up and said, hey, do something about the lighting, dude. She didn't say it like that. Um, so I want people to hear, see it, and watch it. So I, I'm responsible. Really getting that you're responsible for your world is huge. So the, the, the way it goes is that you're responsible for everything. You're creating your world and everything in it. And when you get that, you really have power over your life. 
myself and the way the relationship, what did I, what did I do to create this in a, in a situation? And I said, okay, well, I looked at the person, I go, I love you, thank you, forgive me, I'm sorry. And that I forget, you know, the Hawaiian thing of that? Oh, yeah, that. Well, it worked. Something like that. I knew it had something to do with my mother. My mother, it's my mother's fault, right? But uh, because of my growth from that, I shared that in another video on my TV show, Passion for the Adam. She hadn't left the house for six months. She left the house. Your yeah. mom did. Yeah. yeah so. that, was a, on, that was a miracle. Yeah, that was a miracle. I know, you've been like, talking about her as long as I've known you, about how yeah. she's been shut up in the house. Yeah, and I, I, I came out. to a place that I accepted, okay, this is how they, they are. They'll only take the help I can. They can only take the help they'll take. And so I just accepted it. I started looking at why is that in the world and start shifting. So what I realized is that why am I not making 6000 Well, you look at money. Please forgive me. Sorry. Remember when we had this conversation about money? Because one of the beliefs is I need money. Mm-hmm. And we did that inquiry around it. I, I don't did, did we do this one too? Yeah, I'm sure. I live like I need money. And then you do the inquiry. Is that true? This is the work of Byron Katie for those of you who know that. But there's then the turnaround is I don't need money. That's this one here. But the, the turnaround that flipped it. When the most powerful one is that money needs me. It does. Money spend with without to grow. Me, money just lies there. It's just yeah. like paper paper it needs me to circulate. It needs me to be the impetus that facilitates the movement and circulation of money. And so if, if who you are in your life is someone who's willing to allow money to be circulated through you and you can become more generous with that, you become a bigger conduit for more money to circulate. Mm-hmm. So if you're, but if you're a, a, a reservoir that dams up all the money and doesn't let any out, pretty soon you're going to be too full and, and it's not going to work. It just isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to circulate? Are you willing to allow the money to come and flow through you and move to the next person? So it blesses you and then blesses other people. So every time you pay your bills, you pay your bills with blessing the power company, blessing the phone companies, blessing... No. For thank you for the service that you allow for me to have. Thank you for the mm-hmm. gas company for, for the, they're doing the work that allows me to have this convenience of of feeding my home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. I, without lighting, lighting, all the, all the things. When you pay your taxes, do you look at? Oh my gosh, thank you. I get thank you for when you pay the gas tax. If it's paying for the roads, maintenance mm-hmm. on the road and the systems, and you pay your city taxes, you have the services that are available there, the protection of the police, police systems, you have all of those, that. But most of us, we complain about the circulating of the money, moving it on. So if we're complaining about the circulating money, what's likely about the money coming to us? It's it's probably not going to want to come to me because me, me, I'm not being kind. So just so we can complete our audio version of yeah. the, the show. What you do. Short. Short? All right. My my website is called transparative.com. Transparative. T-R-A-N-S-P-E-R-A-T-I-V.com. I do coaching and mentoring. But my coaching and mentoring is not typical life coaching. This is what more in ways of being 
I work with people to remove and in the, all the limitations in who they're being and get out of the victim consciousness and becoming powerful so that they can literally give gifts in a new way. And when, when our gifts are given freely and we're impacting lots of people, the universe responds with the return with the financial blessings and some of the other things. It, it's just been one of the most powerful things to do, to really get into people's lives, help them discover the gem of greatness that they are, right. and have that be some fun and some play, some, a lot of laughs. Oh my gosh. And how they can they reach you again? You reach me through my uh, email. It's Robert with the number four joy at gmail.com. Okay. Please feel free to check, email me there. Uh, you take messages Facebook? You can IM me. It's, uh, it's okay, we'll, we'll tag you on it. We'll tag you on it. Um, right. Watch for our next show that we have scheduled Wednesday at 4 o'clock with his name but it's water fusion the owner of water fusion awesome drink had a drink today over there it was pretty awesome a lot to share about that sugar house thanks for listening and catch you guys later anyone on still on live if you have questions with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.